Dueling Genre Productions presents. Oh my God, do you see that? When a freak accident strikes McKinney City, ordinary citizens are given amazing abilities. I can move things with my mind. Oh my God, I'm flying. I can fly. I can teleport and I can fly. Super senses. What, like Daredevil? We are just playing fast and loose with this whole science thing today, aren't we? Now, there are villains. Billy, when you have an arch nemesis, do you just kill them immediately? No. You tie the ropes just loose enough so that they can keep escaping. That way, when you finally do win the day, you can sleep well knowing that you rose to the challenge. Your brain works differently than other people's, doesn't it? And heroes. Leah Markowitz, Gwendolyn Allen, Jeffrey Gibson, Mindy Gibson, Simon Holt, Splendid, you're all here. I'm going to make you all into superheroes. Screw it. Let's go save the day. The Powerful. After I drain everyone here, McKinney City will be mine. I'm going to show this whole city what real passion truly is. And the underdogs. You're all imagining me as a singing, dancing chipmunk right now, aren't you? The people in that store need help, and we can help them in a way no one else can. We have great power, which means they're our responsibility. I mean, Jesus, what's the point of having five freaking Spider-Man movies if we can't even learn to do that? Geek by Night, an original podcast series about five friends running a comic book store with superpowers. You're really going to keep running a comic book shop while trying to be superheroes? It might not always be easy, but I think the world could use a few more underdogs. Available at DuelingGenre.com and podcast apps everywhere. Dueling Genre Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Clerks one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. Today we are covering Minute 78 of Clerks, quite possibly the greatest microcosm minute ever. And this is a microcosm of our entire movie minute. I just want to use that word a lot. It sounds yeah. fancy and important. I don't think we're using it. Well, I will be using it right when I do use it, but I'll use it if you want me to. <laughs> it was on my day of, the, day of the, or word of the day calendar. <laughs> word of the day calendar. All right, so minute 78 begins with Dante complaining. There it is again. And ends with uh, Randall psychoanalyzing, uh, also known as somebody finally saying something to this fucking guy. Yeah. I mean, it's been going on and on and on. Somebody's finally going to say something. All right, so we're going to begin with, we'll start We'll start where we ended yesterday, or Wednesday, with Dante's laments. So <laughs> let's see, we're going to pick up with Dante's laments. He's laying on the ice cream thing with his really shitty sweater on. Let's see what Dante's got to say. Ex-girlfriend is catatonic after fucking a dead guy. Gotta admit, that's not a normal problem. <laughs> no, that's a strange problem. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific to Dante. <laughs> now, if it was just an ex-girlfriend, just some girl who you used to see, while you might feel bad because you might still have some sort of general feelings for that person, you probably wouldn't be as upset if you weren't literally just trying to have an affair with her 15 minutes ago. Right. You weren't planning on going out with her tonight. You weren't uh, planning on being the one who fucked her tonight. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> you were going to be the one on the beach. <laughs> And then, okay, so I gotta, I gotta really step in here against Dante. So then the next thing he complains about is my, my current girlfriend has sucked 37 dicks. Um, sir, you no longer have the right to complain about that. Right, you can't complain about that, but why does he fuck the number up every time, too? Because he says 36, and then Randall says 37. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Because he's downplaying it. Yeah. (laughs) 
But yeah, no, he can't complain about that. Yeah, it's... But he's being the typical guy of... And I've heard this happen many, many times before. More times than I'd like to admit. To listen to a guy who you know... Like, say he's dating a girl for a year. Who's done nothing but cheat on her for that entire year. Because he's garbage. Right. And then finds out she's cheating on him. And flips his lid. Oh, yeah, he's pissed. Oh, this bitch is off doing this and that. And this. <laughs> well, you, you did it the whole time. Yeah, ah, different. No, it's not. It's really it's not different. No, there's no difference. But it is definitely, I'm sure it happens on both sides, but it definitely feels like more of a guy trait. Yeah. To be like, I can't believe she cheated on me. Haven't you cheated on her for like the entirety of your, you know, 18 year <laughs> marriage? Well, yeah, but that's different. So he wants to stew in his juices, basically. He wants to, he wants to wallow in his sorrow. And yeah, he's bailed out by a customer says, coming in. He literally says, I'd like to stew a bit. <laughs> right, and then the bell rings, and the customer, you open. Yeah, and uh, Randall is going to finally step in with more than just, like, he's been nibbling around the edges a little bit, but he's yeah. finally going to actually start to come home and hit Dante. Shit or get off the pot. <laughs> An interesting saying. <laughs> I mean, it's right at this point, though. Either, you know, do it or don't do it. Yeah, shit or get off the pot. Used to convey that someone should stop wasting time and get on with something. Right. <laughs> um, I tried to look it up, see where it came from, but it's... It's all over the place. It doesn't know. <laughs> um, they think it's it's either because it used to, uh, because it's the pot. It refers to a chamber pot. Oh, uh, okay. So then that just got updated to toilet, and people still call it the pot. Right. Uh, they think it's a vulgar rephrasing of the old New England expression "fisher cut bait," oh. which it means the exact same damn thing. Yeah. Basically, make a decision. <laughs> which. Yeah. As we learned through this entire movie, he is not capable of. Right. He has an inability to improve his station in life. <laughs> um, I will... Again. What? Kevin Smith speak. That's what that is. Yeah. Well, that's not even... Like, that's not even a crazy one. Like, that's a, that's a phrase people use. Right. It's not like some of the stuff he says where people make odd turns of phrase where you're like, nobody talks like that. <laughs> uh, I'm going to highlight their acting because we've been a couple minutes into this now. It's basically a Kevin Smith two-shot, yeah. and Brian and Jeff have to just carry these scenes. And they do. I it's mean, not bad. Yeah. Randall is funny and keeping it moving, and Dante's just being a whiny bastard right. who is aggravating you more and more. But that's what he's supposed to do. He even throws a fuck you in there a couple times. Yeah. So, what does he say? He's got an inability to get above to, his station in life? or To improve his station in life, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, his station in life currently is working at the convenience store. Right. He says, if you hate this job and the people, and the fact that you have to come in on your day off, why don't you just quit? Which is he what says, you've been saying from the beginning. Yeah, and, and Randall <laughs> says to him about, like, you're upset because life deals you a cruddy hand. What exactly was his cruddy hand? He looked like he was from a nice house. Right. I mean, not to get political, but he's a white male, so, I mean, it's not like he's getting any, uh, no negative points there. Are they just saying the cruddy hand is what happened five minutes ago? Is that the credit hand? Yeah, I mean, I guess. That sucks. But, again, right. you got yourself in that situation. Yeah. That's like, hey, I'm in a bad way. This woman I was cheating on my wife with got pregnant. Well, you kind of put yourself in that situation. <laughs> it's not really... Can't really feel bad for you there. Yeah, so Randall is... Randall's not even upset right now, but he's just laying it out there for him. Right. Telling him all the stuff we've been complaining about for the last 60 episodes. Dante really doesn't have an argument. He's just, fuck yeah. you, leave me alone, it's not that easy. Like, he's not trying to defend himself really at all at this point. 
Yeah. His big argument is, why don't you just quit? And he goes, like, it's that easy. Right. Well, that's the whole point of a job, is you can quit. <laughs> right. He said, like he's in the Army. He said there's other jobs that probably pay better money, money that you'd be qualified for, at least one of them. Or even a job that paid equal money. You make minimum wage. It doesn't right. get less than this. No, you can't get worse. Yeah. You can only get better. I mean, you can have a harder job for minimum wage, but... Right. Uh, yeah, I've had this discussion before. How hard work. a job is, is based on you? Like, what you consider hard work. Right. Like, to me, working in a convenience store, like, dealing with people all day would be torture. But there are some people who that would not bother. Yeah, I don't know if it would bother me. It would bother me, because I hate people. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So it would get on my nerves, but I don't know. Maybe not. I think I deal with it. The only difference is, I I don't take things as personally as Dante does. Right. Oh, no, he's whining about everything. Even if a customer came in and was like, was an asshole. Ninety percent of the times, you're just gonna blow them off. I mean, anybody that says they can blow off everybody's lying because there's always somebody that manages to get under your skin somehow. Yeah, I can blow off a lot of people, but yeah, there's there's always that one. That, you, but you the know, difference is when it's over at a convenience store, that person's gonna walk out. They're not. Yeah, I mean, they, they can go back to tomorrow. Though. Yeah, they may come back tomorrow, but the, you're gonna see them for five minutes. Right. You learn what they smoke, and you have it ready for them. Yeah. <laughs> get them out as fast yeah, as you can. Yeah, by the end of this minute, he is, like, almost totally given up. He's just saying, leave me alone. Yeah, leave me alone. It is funny that he says that he this is a life of convenience for him. I, think, I believe the original, original title of Clark's was An Inconvenience or a Life of Convenience. Really? Something like that. I believe oh, that's what it was. I never heard that. And then it was um, his friend Vinny told him that he liked bad Clark's, and then it got shortened to Clark's. I mean, are they bad clerks or are they just clerks? Well, Randall's a bad clerk. Yeah, Randall's a bad clerk. But, I mean, Dante seems to work, except for when he threw that guy's keys away like an asshole. But Yeah, that was that, that might have been the worst thing he did the whole day. No, the worst thing he did was start sucking all over Kate and Caitlin's lips. Is what yeah, he, I mean, personally, that's the worst thing he did. <laughs> yeah. And that's just because he's an awful, awful person. Right. All right, so um, Randall hits him with some big words here at the end and says... He's living in the pathetic microcosm that he's created for himself. Yeah. All right. Uh, I did. Oh, I think I lost it now. I did look up microcosm, but now I lost it. All I have is a picture of King Kong. Okay. Join us earlier in the week when I had to look up how tall King Kong was. <laughs> it's a callback. It comes back it's around. It's a callback. <laughs> it's something. Do you want me to read microcosm? I mean, if you're not too busy doing something else. <laughs> the community, place, or situation regarded as encapsulating in miniature the characteristic qualities of features of something much larger. That is a confusing definition. (laughs) (laughs) And then it says, Berlin is a microcosm of Germany, in unity as in division. I mean, I understand what it is. Yeah, but that's exactly, I mean, that sounds like me trying to explain it. That's what... Well, no, the problem is, like, I know what a microcosm is, but now somebody was like, hey, could you explain that so I would know what it is? I'd be like, "Mm, no. (laughs) Can we translate that from, like, jargon? To real speech. <laughs> yeah. But no, we can't. Um, I do have in my notes that uh, Randall's finally the first one to say what we've all been thinking for the last uh, 78 minutes. Just quit. Here we go. Microcosm means small world. <laughs> there you go. Would you look up, like, the idiot's definition? <laughs> I went to regular at dictionary.com. I thought maybe you got out your old Webster's Dictionary. <laughs> well, the shelf had to lug it down. I would hurt myself. Your encyclopedia set. <laughs> Your uh, New World books. Encyclopedia Britannica that I ordered off the TV. 
Yeah. Four but years ago. Your, your family couldn't afford it, so you went up to like L. <laughs> they ran out of money. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm looking at my notes. I really don't have much for this minute because we're kind of in between. He's just, we got the end of Dante bitching and the beginning of Randall telling him what a baby he is. Right. All right. I mean, it's fi- it. it's finally somebody's calling him out on his bullshit, but yeah. it's, it's I mean, I'm trying to think of, I mean, Veronica called out on his bullshit a little earlier, but that was more about their relationship than anything Yeah, not else. about his whining. It's nah. more about, yeah. No, she tried, now he's getting the stick right now. She tried the carrot of like, hey, you should really go back to school, blah, 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 trying yeah. to be nice to him, and that didn't get anywhere. No. Yeah, he was so impressed by that, he went right back to his old girlfriend. <laughs> All right, so this uh, this minute's been a microcosm of our entire podcast. I don't have anything else. <laughs> no, I don't have anything else. All right, so you can uh, join us over on Facebook and Twitter. Make sure you check out our group, Jay and Bob Quicker Stop. Um, check us out on our home over at Dueling Genre. Um, you can also hear me on my other podcast, uh, Slycast, the Sylvester Stallone podcast, where we're covering all of Stallone's movies one at a time at an incredibly slow pace. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Um <laughs> You should also listen to Die Hard Minute. We are a part of a group of 13 teams that are covering Die Hard one minute at a time. That's a pretty fun experiment. So we're in the beginning and the end. We have five minutes at the beginning and five minutes at the end. Um, also check out MoviesByMinutes.com. All the Movies by Minutes were over there. Um, pay special attention to Star Wars Minute, where uh, Pete and Alex are breaking down Star Wars Minute one minute at a time. Um, at the time of this recording, they are doing Revenge of the Sith. So... They're almost on the prequels. I mean, hopefully somebody send them a, a fruit basket or something when they're done that. And they're going to be doing that for the rest of their lives, because I've heard that they just signed for another three. Well, yeah, because um, let's say they average doing one podcast a year. They're, they're coming out one a year. Oh, yeah. Are they going to do the, um, they, have they mentioned they're going to do like Rogue One and stuff too? I don't know. But I mean, I went back and listened to their old ones. When they're doing Star Wars, they're like, we're never doing the prequels. Right. I did hear that too. <laughs> <laughs> so I would assume they're going to do it. All right, that's it for me. Anything else? Nope. All right. We're not supposed to be here today. I'm